Lift up your hands wherever you are and receive the fullness of God's Spirit. We thank you, sweet Jesus. We love you. We want to be with you. We want to be with you. We want to be with you. We give you praise for today. We ask for the entrance of that word that enlightens the path of every human. And we give you praise that your spirit is right here, even from the beginning. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Amen. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Koramasete. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, 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 hallelujah, glory to Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I'm teaching today about the operations of the lower realm, the operations of the lower realm. And I want you to be so sensitive. I want you to be so spiritual. And I want to thank every one of you for making it in the name of Jesus, for inviting people and for coming on in Jesus' mighty name. The operations of the lower realm. The operations of the lower realm. I see a June 27th, June 27th born, that God is about to do something new for you. The June 27th born, God bless you already. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. The operations of the lower realm. Amen. So quickly, the wells, as we know from scripture, this seen world or this physical world is not the only world, right? This physical world is not the only world that we know. And Bible is so clear according to Hebrews chapter 11, verse number three, that by faith, we understand that the wells with an S were prepared by the word of God. And then he's saying, so that what is seen was made from things which are not seen. So there are different types of wealth. What we see, the physical world, this earth, this world is one of them. And there's the unseen world, there's a spiritual world. And each of these regions, eons, each of these domains have governing principles. They have oppressions, they have rules, they have potentates, they have rulers, and they have protocols. So each world, like, I mean, I've I'm a medical doctor, and we in the theater when we were in surgeries, you cannot just walk in with any clothing. There are protocols for every environment and for every world in which we are, there are protocols. Glory to Jesus. And what I'm teaching today, I'm asking you to be of a humble spirit to hear me first. And, and it may be too strong for some of you, but just hear me and know that from my track record, at least I am a decent servant of God. And I will not say things that God hasn't said. We know that the world, so there's an unseen world. When you look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, Paul writing about Jesus Christ said, For in him, in Jesus, all things in heaven and earth were created. In Jesus, all things in heaven and earth were created. And then Paul begins to explain all things, all created things. All things, all things in heaven and earth were created. And he says, all things, the arithmetic formula for that, all things equals visible things, invisible things. And then Paul gives us another another version of the equation. All created things equals to visible created things and invisible created things. And then Paul gives us another equation and says again, 
all created things in the invisible realm by by extrapolation it has to be the invisible he says that there are thrones in that realm he says that there are there are dominions in that realm he says there are rulers in that realm he says there are powers in that realm so we are looking at all things in the invisible realm a higher realm in the heavens not just the heaven where we dwell with god but we are using the word heavens to describe the entire spiritual atmosphere and then there's the lower realm which are visible things and then we have things in the visible realm things in the invisible realm a throne a ruler a principality a dominion these are powers these are thrones are kings and judges in the invisible world so they are this not only even boy we saw all the definitions i have down but the scripture is so clear he says that whether they are thrones dominions rulers or powers all things have been created through him jesus and for him jesus so i want you to understand this that the thrones and the dominions and the uh, the rulers and the powers and the principalities we are talking about are not just evil spirits they are they are spirits of god they are thrones who do business for god in the unseen realms of course when lucifer fell he would also set up his thrones and dominions now scripture is saying these thrones these people these these potentates that sit on thrones and they act as judges in the invisible world he's saying that these ones were created for the lord and by the lord so we are talking about thrones and dominions don't cast these ones out these ones are on our side hallelujah these ones are on our side hallelujah and these ones are set in place by god so just give you a description uh, of the realms so that we'll be able to understand that i'm speaking about the oppression of the lower realm i'm speaking about the oppressions of the visible realm this realm in which we are the earth not the realms that are above i'm speaking about this one and this realm which i call lower realm because this is the fallen realm this is where when man fell from the original image of god and the original likeness of god we we were here and this is the state of a deprived man or woman who has not been redeemed by jesus christ now most of the spirits of thrones most of the powers in the realms above have control or influence on the lower realm from good spirits to bad spirits first kings chapter 22 verse 17 to 22 first kings 22 verse 17 to 22 a lion spirit was permitted by god to go and destroy a king and put him to death i'm talking about the realms and i emphasis today is on the lower realm and the oppressions within it the first thing i'm teaching is that there is a higher realm and those of the higher realm have the ability to influence things in the lower realm so that you don't think it's unscriptural first kings 22:17 has it even when you look at the lost prayer jesus said pray like this thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven so jesus is asking us that let's pray that there is a reflection of a divine will an unseen will an invisible will 
on this one. Glory to Jesus. Please go back to that scripture. I will just come into it. So 1 Kings 22, verse 17 to 22. Ahab was going to war and Jehoshaphat had come to join him. Ahab had received prophecies from 400 of his prophets or the prophets of Baal. And they said, go and the Lord will give you victory. But that wasn't the voice of God. So Jehoshaphat said, do you have another prophet you could speak to? And he calls Micaiah. Now, when Micaiah comes, he gives him the original word. And he said, I saw all Israel scattered as a sheep that have no shepherd. And then the Lord said, these have no master. Let each return to his house in peace. So we see him declaring a different thing that the leader or the head, the king was going to be destroyed. Then Ahab got upset. So when Ahab got upset about this, he said, didn't I tell you? that this guy is not going to prophesy any good thing concerning me. Didn't I tell you that? Then Micaiah said, now look at another spiritual influence in the unseen manifesting in the scene. Then Micaiah said, therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on a throne and all the hosts of heaven standing by. All the hosts of heaven, all of them. Now when you keep the scripture on, but when you look at Job 1, 6 and Job 1, 1, when the sons of God, the host of heaven gathered, Satan was also there. Glory to Jesus. So the host of heaven here is, is a host. Okay, let's not even go deep into that. It says, all the host of heaven were standing there. And the Lord said to them, who will go and persuade Ahab to fall? Who will go and persuade Ahab to fall? Then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. Then the Lord said, in what way? He said, I'm going to be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. I'm going to be a lying spirit in the mouth of his prophets. And then the Lord said, go and do it. Now we see God permitting a lying spirit to go and affect Ahab, who was already working against the will of God. So that is one example of how the spiritual or the invisible could influence the operations of the lower realm. The second one I'll tell you about was in Nebuchadnezzar's life. And in Daniel 4, verse 13 to 17, Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon had become great, very big. And it got to a point with such great success, Nebuchadnezzar did not reverence God anymore. Then he was shown a very frightening dream. Daniel chapter 4, verse 13 to 17. In the visions I saw... He says, I saw in the visions of my head while on the bed, and there was a watcher and a holy one coming down from heaven. He cried aloud and said, chop down the tree and cut off the branches, strip up the leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the beast get out from under it, the bears from its branches. Nevertheless, leave the root in the earth, bound it with a band of iron and brass. Let it be wet with the dew of heaven. Hallelujah. Let him grace with the beast on the earth. Verse 16 says, Let his heart be changed from that of a man, and let him be given the heart of a beast. And let seven times, that seven years, pass over him. Verse 17, critical. It says, This decision, this decision to change a king, a sitting king, and remove, give him the heart of an animal, and to put him into the, into the forest, to live among animals for seven years, this decision, this operation that is about to happen was decreed. It was taken by the watchers. 
and the sentence the verdict was by the word of the holy ones in order that the living may know that the most high rules in the kingdom of humans and he gives it to whoever that was the, the guy's problem but again i'm emphasizing another one that we see that the invisible realm or the higher realm or the unseen realm has the ability to influence the oppressions of the lower realm a king is removed from his throne the king is thrown into the bush a king is given the heart of a, an animal and all these were decided and a verdict was passed the same way a verdict was passed against Ahab and same way and i'm showing these are even from the good spirit these are from god passing verdicts against people on earth and likewise the enemy does that also i'll show you one more and then we'll go on revelation chapter 18 verse number 11 to 13 he speaks about babylon a spiritual babylon and then the harlot babylon was just a place where people had countries forsook their their allegiance with god and they went into to be with uh, this this uh, babylonian uh, spirit so revelations 18 verse number 11 um to 13 and he's speaking about this he says that and the merchants of the earth speaking about the spirit of babylon and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one will buy her merchandise anymore now this spirit this deity this force was selling spirits was doing spiritual transactions and he says the transactions involve gold silver precious stones pearls linen silk scarlet uh, citron wood ivory uh, every kind of object most precious with bronze metal cinnamon fragrant oil wine wheat cattle sheep horses chariots and bodies and look at the last item on this business uh, transaction the souls of men or so to say the souls of humans now this is a business transaction that which involves a spirit a, a spirit probably a principality or a dominion and the lord is saying this that they not only traded in riches they not only traded in in ivory in precious things but one of the most precious items on their list was the souls of humans in the name of jesus any agenda that involves the transaction of your soul the transaction of your body the transaction of your destiny the transactions of your family we arrested in jesus mighty name amen so these are just examples for you to realize how the unseen could influence the seen hallelujah how the unseen could influence the seen and this is very important i want you to get that now the lower realm we are here and we are trapped in this realm we are trapped in this realm and one of the main oppressions or the transactions that goes on in this realm is through the power of the flesh now the flesh is not the skin or the covering that we have on our bodies the flesh is this fallen nature of man which is devoid of any divine influence so the human nature without the incorporation of the divine that is what the flesh is the flesh is the pronounced manifestations of that animal nature within us that ate within us those primitive instincts 
besides the incorporation of God's spirit. And when it is like that, then you should be afraid because any, any human can engage in very, very serious things. Very, very serious things. And I'll teach you that shortly. Romans chapter 7, verse 17 on, on to, and then chapter 8. The energy and the fuel that this realm we are in runs on is on canal pleasure. And don't conclude, just wait a bit because there's so much I want to share with you. The energy or the fuel that this lower realm operates on is canal pleasure. Canal pleasure. And when this, this is so full, it makes a person less godlike. The more a person engages in the operations of this realm, whether known or unknown, they are stripped of that divine input. Revelation, yeah, Romans, start from chapter 7, verse 17. They are stripped of this divine influence. This divine influence. This, this is the influence that is able to curb or displace those animal natures, the tendencies for sin within us. This is very good. Romans 7, 17, Paul says, as it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself dwells in me. That's not dwell in me. That is in my sinful nature. For I have a desire to do what is good. And I just, I'll paraphrase so that I don't spend too much time on this. Paul is saying that I have a desire to do what is good, but I'm unable to do it. But the wrong, the things that I do not want to do, that is what I find myself doing. What is he talking about? It? This is the state of the unredeemed person. Now, sadly, many Christians are still at this level. That we are redeemed, we claim we are redeemed, but we are still not free from this. But Paul concludes that the wretchedness of the, the, the person in the lower realm is only corrected through Jesus Christ in the verse 25. Glory to God. Then he goes on in the chapter 8, and then he speaks of this, but I'm going to pick it from verse number 5. So Paul, remember I said, the flesh is our fallen nature minus the incorporation of the divine. Verse number 5, Romans 8. For those who live, you can use the NIV here, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind that is governed by the flesh is death. And the mind that is governed by the Spirit is life and peace. And let me just... And then he says, those who are in the realm of the flesh, it's not that they will even try, they cannot please God. So the realm, those who are under, there are two types of governance in here. The first one, we are all in this lower realm. We are trapped here. But Paul is telling us of two realms, two governors. One is the governing power of the flesh. Remember, it's not the skin, but the fallen human nature without the incorporation of the Spirit of God. The second governance is those who are under the government of the Holy Spirit are still in the same realm. So in the same lower realm, we have those who are operating under the government of the flesh and those who are under operating under the government of the Holy Spirit. You'll be blessed today. Glory to Jesus. Now, those who operate under the government 
of the flesh, all the Bible is saying that their desire is to do the, the desires of this flesh, this fallen nature. So you can see it. They are unstoppable. The, the every desire of this nature. That, that's why Cain killed his brother. That's why Lamech married two, two wives. He was the first person. He was the first polygamist. It is this fallen nature that is now dictating. So they are now yielding to the desires of this governing spirit or oppression. That is the flesh. And those who are still in this trap realm, but under the government of the Holy Spirit, they yield to the desires of the spirit. Verse number nine. He says, but you, you, however, are not in the realm of the flesh. Say, I'm not in the realm of the flesh. He says, but you are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, how does God live in us? How are we in him and he in us? One of the books I read by one of the Indian sadhus that had lived long ago, he said this, that how are, how are we in God and God in us? It's like we're putting a foam, you know, a little foam, like from a mattress, a foam, and a sponge and putting it in a bucket of water. That foam, that sponge is in the water. Hallelujah. It's in the water. Glory to God. I feel like preaching now. That foam is in the water. Now, as you, as it stays longer in the water and you take it out, what happens to that foam? That foam becomes filled with the substance of the water that it was in. So even though that foam was in the water, now when that foam comes out, and you hit it with every power you have, and you squeeze it with every hostility you want, what comes out of that foam is not its old dry nature, but it is that water in which it was immersed in. And that is what happens when we are in the spirit, that if we remain under the government of the spirit, if we remain under the government of the spirit, then when we are released into this lower realm and the devil comes, and the prince of this world comes and he hits us and he squeezes us and he manipulates and they afflict us. The only thing they are going to get out of us is the spirit of God coming out of you. The only thing that's coming out of you is that spirit of God. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Paul said we are afflicted on every side. We are squeezed. We are pressed, hard pressed on each side. But the more they hard press you, what is coming out of you is the spirit of God. Because you have been in him. That is why he said, but ye are not in the realm of the flesh. You are not in the fallen realm. If indeed the spirit of God is in you. How is the spirit of God in you? How is God in whom we are also in us? It is by how long we have stayed in him, how long we have dwelt in him. If you put a towel in water for so long, that towel now soaks, that towel now receives, that towel now receives the molecules of that substance. That towel now becomes incorporated by those hydrogen and oxygen molecules that if you take that towel out, suddenly it's heavier than it was. You are coming out of this meeting heavier than you were. And let them squeeze you. Somebody shout squeeze. And let them afflict you. Somebody say afflict. And let them hard press you. They ain't getting nothing out of you. The only thing coming out of you 
is that spirit of God. Is that spirit of God. Is that spirit of God. There is no pain coming out of you. There is no shame coming out of you. There is no trouble coming out of you. They are squeezing on every side. They are hard pressing on every side. But they do not know that unlike the others who are in the lower realm, you are in the lower realm, all right, but you were inside another realm. You were inside another realm. And it doesn't matter how much they press you. It doesn't matter how much they afflict you. It doesn't matter the oppressions of the lower realm, be it through sickness, be it through disease, be it through affliction, be it through poverty. It doesn't matter how they manipulate that realm. You are in John 14, 30. Jesus said, I am in this world, but I am not of this world. So something is coming out of us. When they squeeze us, something is coming out of us. They are squeezing and they are expecting pain. They are squeezing and they are expecting destruction. They are squeezing and they are expecting you to fall. But as they squeeze, the more they squeeze the towel, the more they squeeze this foam, what is coming out is the spirit of God, is the manifestation of God. And they are surprised at the glory, at the glory that is coming out. Somebody shall squeeze. Somebody shall squeeze. You are coming out with victory. Kabbalah Satariari is coming out of you. The spirit of God is coming out of you. They are looking at you, expecting for, expecting something different. But I came here to tell you, the longer, if indeed the Spirit of God be in you, if indeed you have been with the Lord, if indeed like a towel you have been soaked in Him, then the more they squeeze you, the more that substance is coming out. And that substance in you shall never dry out. It shall never run out, said the Spirit of the Lord. It shall never run out. Glory to Jesus. Yes, you are coming out with glory. You are coming out with glory. You, you, you will surprise them. The oppressions of the lower realm, which, which is principally bent on carnal pleasure and on the things of the flesh, is engineered by Satan and his fallen principalities. We have our thrones, we have our dominions, we have our powers, we have our rulers also. We were created for God by him and through him. And in this lower realm, though there can be influences, the reason why those influences and the transactions and the currencies of this realm cannot affect you is that you are soaked in a different realm, though you are trapped here. Hallelujah. 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 Every towel is on the floor. And they are experiencing the, the rawness of that realm. But you are soaked in a basin of water in that realm. And when they take you out and they squeeze you, something is coming out of you. I see life spreading from you onto other people. I see life coming out of you onto other people. In the name of Jesus. You are not a candidate of this realm. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 1 to 11. Satan had come to tempt Jesus... And he came through the same operational methods of this lower realm. I say you'll be blessed today. Masuka dan You know the story. After he had come out of the waters, he was led straight into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And Matthew tells us, after fasting 40 days and nights, he became hungry. Then the tempter came. Hallelujah. So, he was in, now I want you to understand this, that the devil came 
All right, let's finish reading so I can just flow and preach. All right. Then the tempter came with three temptations, right? And he said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to turn to bread. Jesus said, it's written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes. And I'm going to explain this to you. Then the devil came, took him to a holy uh, city and let him stand on the highest point of the temple and says again, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he misquotes scripture, misuses scripture, and Jesus has a counter. All right? And then there's a third, a third one, which is our own riches. And he said to him that all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor, I will give to you if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus had a counter. Then the devil left him and what? Say to yourself, and the angels came and tended to him. Hallelujah. Now I want you to keep this in your head and then look at how Mark also wrote about it. I think um, Manogo, look at the, the the other renditions from Mark and Luke, right? But let me teach this now. Let me teach this now. So we are still here. You can search that. I think Mark also did that, but let me teach it. Now, Jesus Christ had come out of the Jordan, baptized by John. And the verdict from the Jordan was, this is the son of God in whom I'm well pleased. You know the story and the dove came and all that. Now, he was quickly moved into the wilderness. And once we get into the wilderness, he spent 40 days and 40 nights doing what? Fasting. Fasting. And he was being tempted. Now, when you read Matthew's account, you would think that for the 40 days, Jesus did not go through any temptation except the struggle of hunger. But when you look at Mark's account and Luke's account and you put these synoptic gospels together, you realize at once, Mark chapter 1 verse 12, he says, at once the spirit sent him out in the wilderness and he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. And he was with wild animals, beasts, and the angels attended to him. All right, so keep those two versions in your head. And now I can teach now. So you understand now from Mark's account and from Matthew's account, and then you can also check the account from Luke, right? Now you can check the account from Luke. That he, Matthew wrote it as if the devil only came after 40 days. No, Mark is saying that he was tempted by the enemy for the 40 days. So for the 40 days, the temptations that Satan brought we are not aware. We don't know the details of that. But after he had finished his fast, the devil, Satan, came with three more temptations. And those temptations are number one. He said what? If you are truly what John declared to the people, I said there is coming a promotion. There is coming an upliftment. There is coming a declaration concerning you. But immediately after that, there is a counter from the realm of the spirit. And the enemy comes and says, if you are truly, if you are truly pregnant, if you are truly this that you think you are, if you are truly healed, if you are truly saved, if you are truly the son of God, then I provoke you to do this. Now listen. Listen. Jesus, the first temptation was on bread. The second one was on pride. The third one was on riches. These are in the realms of the oppression of the lower realm. And I will explain it now. Listen to me. Satan comes to Jesus, sees that he's hungry, 
and says, you are weak, brother. You are weak. You need to eat. In this lower realm, in this lower realm, you cannot go praying and fasting for 40 days. You'll be hungry. You need to eat. I'm offering you bread. This is bread. Take this stone. Change it to bread. We know you can do it. Change it and let's eat. Why? Why? <laughs> Listen to me. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen. What Jesus said to Satan is a mystery. And this is where I want you to open your eyes wide and your ears so wide. While bread was so direct an answer to Jesus' immediate problem, that was hunger, it addresses many things in this world. Bread here, the bread that Satan offers in this here, uh, in this passage, signifies the medium of exchange in the lower realm. I want to say it again. The bread that Satan offers is representative of the currency for transaction in the lower realm. Satan comes with an offer. Satan gives bread to people and takes something from them so that they can become slaves and capture their souls in that lower realm. And I'm going to explain. Bread here represents that currency or that transactory medium being utilized in the lower realm. It represents the, not just food. For Jesus, because he was in fasting, yes, it represented food, but it represented more than food. It represents sex. It represents money. It represents power. It represents fame. It represents carnal pleasures and every fuel that the lower realm runs on. Then many people have eaten the bread that Satan presents with. And they are shining in places, but their end is death. The bread that Satan presents with, I remember one day I wanted something so bad. And it was, it was, I, I, I wanted something. I wanted to get something. It's really necessary, but sometimes you know you want something, right? Let's say maybe a phone or something like that. I won't tell you what it was though. So I was thinking about it. I need to get this, man, I need this. Then I heard the voice of God. And that, that is what birthed this sermon I'm preaching to you. Then the Spirit of God says straight to me, man shall not live by bread alone. I said, what? said that? Man, what, what I'm looking for is not bread. What I was asking for, what I desired for, the thing that I wanted to get was not bread. But he quickly told me that man shall not live by bread alone. And I said, my God, how? How can we? Bread, physical bread. This bread we are talking about is the energy of the lower realm. It's the fuel for that animal nature. The bread we are talking about here is the fuel for the fallen nature of humans. It is the primary currency of exchange in the realm that I'm discussing. But you cannot get this valuable commodity, you cannot get this bread that Satan offers without sacrificing something in return. Okay? And what Satan's goal is, is to strip us of the divine influence in our life so that what is left is just that fallen nature. It's just that animal tendencies of that fallen being. So, 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 although 
Jesus was in fasting, Satan presented him with his bread. And then Jesus said to him, I understand that in this lower realm, in a state of hunger, or when there are the desires of the flesh, and I've explained the flesh already, that animal tendencies within us, that you need to take the bread Satan offers to be able to control those edges. But I have something surprising to tell you. I have something surprising to tell you that there is a way that humans who are trapped in this lower realm can live, can survive, can thrive without taking the bread that Satan offers. And that way is through the word of God. Through the word of God. Jesus really needed bread. But here he tells Satan, I don't need that bread. I don't need it. I, I can receive something, something in me. And as I receive that thing, this tendency, this desire to, to do this, to this tendency shall leave me. That, that is very strange. He was physically hungry, but he's saying there's something he can get from God. There's a word. There's a rema word. There's a noun word for that season. That when he gets it, that hunger pangs or that desire can be controlled. That is strange. That is so strange. That is so strange. The examples are so common. They are so common. Have you realized Satan was trying to bargain Jesus out of his fast? Satan wanted the man Jesus not to build spiritual muscle by incorporating more of the divine nature of God, the God form, into him. That is the desire of Satan. Now, remember, when he was in the fasting, Mark said what? He was surrounded by wild animals or beasts and angels. So, now realize this. Anytime you are doing an activity that is going to build more spiritual muscle and incorporate more of the Holy Spirit, the divine influence of God in you, and push aside that animal nature. There are many people who have eaten the bread of Satan, the bread that Satan offers. They are molesting children, they are abusing people, they are on drugs, they are doing so many things. Why? Like Paul said, they know it's not good, but they cannot stop because there is no divine component in them anymore. And it is just the fallen nature. The fallen nature is what caused Cain to kill his brother. He didn't, nobody taught him how to kill. Nobody has spoken those words. He had not been taken into a secret society to learn how to kill. But just by that nature, he understood that he could kill him and he killed him. Just by that nature, Lamech decided one woman was not enough and he wanted the second woman and took extra women. That same man, by that nature, killed another person, the fallen nature. Now, anytime you are engaging in a fast or an activity that increases the component of the divine and shrinks the animal nature of the fallen creature, anytime you do that, like Jesus was doing, there's a whole invisible world that spins around you. And that world contains wild beasts. And that world contains the tempter. And that world also contains messengers from God who are angels. Glory, glory, glory to Jesus. Have you seen that anytime you try to fast, and this has become so normal, we don't realize it's demonic. Anytime you try to fast, 
or get into that is when you get exposed into contact with all kinds of foods all kinds of foods and if you are not sensitive you will break the fast now this is so common that people just laugh right the moment you decide to fast you realize and i'm telling you mark said when he entered into that wilderness to fast then beast came around him wild beast poisonous beast and this there were natural beast and there were spiritual beast also like you know potentates deities and then the tempter was there also satan doesn't come alone so he's also there but then jesus was not alone the bible says the angels were also there anytime you enter into a spiritual exercise and i'm going to take a little bit of your time today anytime you enter into a spiritual moment there is this force that's generated around you and the components of that force are beast as the enemy and then the angels of god and and have you realized that anytime apart from the fasting one i know, I know many of you have experienced that apart from the fasting one anytime you decide to pray have you realized you want to pray for so long you go into a few minutes and you are overcome by a deep sense of sleep a deep sense of sleep and tiredness this is the bread satan offers this is the bread satan offers and once you yield to that you can stop praying but that same just after stopping praying the same person can sit in front of a tv and watch a documentary or a telenovela for two hours without blinking the eye why why this is the bread that satan offers ah the bread that satan offers is always in exchange for something and instead of building spiritual muscle for the divine he dampens that and it's so common people laugh you i remember when i was growing up in the lord the day i say i want to fast that's when i can smell my mother's cooking from a distance and it doesn't matter whether it's 11 o'clock or 10 i just started fasting from 6 o'clock or 7 and it's 11 o'clock and i'm already breaking the fast and i'm sitting by the food i'm say father thank you for this food god should give us a slap right we just accept the bread satan offers jesus did not accept it jesus said i'm going through hunger pangs yes i'm going through pain yes i'm going through this but i want to let you know that i'm doing this to let all humankind know that it is possible to live in this lower realm without engaging in the currency that is the bread satan offers it is possible to be in this realm without taking the offers from satan it is possible to fast and pray without breaking it because your friend said you were going for a dinner party it is possible to receive john 4 he said what my food is to do the will of the father in heaven glory to jesus may you not yield to the bread that satan offers now what else did he do he was there he was there and the wild beasts were around him and in prayer jesus christ was able to tame them to tame them to tame them to tame them And the Bible says that that the Bible says that then the angels minister to him. Anytime you begin a, a spiritual journey and then you yield. So the moment you start, I'm doing a 21 day fast. Okay, you have decided to do a 21 day fast and you only did 3 days. Because the wild beast started speaking. Satan offered bread and the angels were there. But anytime you do that, you have decided to ignore the voice of god who jesus said oh man shall not people human shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the father the word that comes from the father 
has spoken through the angels that are there to minister unto you. God releases angels to minister to you when you are in that spiritual mood. And Satan has wild beasts trying to distract you. And he offers bread. Now the choice is yours. In those times where you have walked away from the fast, you have not waited long enough to hear that word that could give you life. That word that could give you strength. That word that will help you survive in the lower realm. And you have yielded and taken the bread that Satan offers. May you like Jesus overcome this in the name of Jesus. May you like Jesus overcome this. May you like Jesus overcome this. The, the oppressions of this realm, the oppressions of this realm are diverse. Sickness, disease, cancers, these things that are unexplainable. Uh, Jesus is presenting us another option here. Somebody say another option. Somebody say another option. You do not have to take the bread Satan offers. I'm telling you. Jesus said it's possible. It's possible for them to survive and to thrive in this realm without taking your offers. It's possible. Because they can receive, they can receive a word that will make them feel full. They can receive a word that will make them feel okay. They can receive a word that will calm them. Receive the word that will bring you healing. Receive the word that will take away that tumor. Receive a word that will change things for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Though we live in this world, John chapter 15, verse number 19, Jesus says something. He said, though we are in this world, we are not of this world. Why? Why is Jesus able to say that? Because he is not operating under the dynamics of this realm. I'm going to say something to you. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. John 14, 30, he said, the ruler of this world is coming. The governor of the fallen world is coming. But he has no power over me. But he has nothing in me. But he has nothing in me. Jesus was able to say plainly, because he did not take the bread of Satan, because he did not take the exchange, that currency of exchange, he said, I see the enemy coming, but he has nothing in me. Because I have been immersed in the spirit of God. And that spirit is what is in me. This enemy coming has no power. I see his attacks coming. But he has nothing in me. He has nothing to hold on to. I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus. That the utterance of Jehovah through his angels is going to grant us that ability to say. We see the witches coming. We see them conniving. We see them doing charm. We see them speaking things. We see them cursing, but they have nothing in us. They have nothing in us because when they squeeze us, what comes out of us is that God form, is that God kind, is that God form, that light, the Bible says, that shines that darkness cannot comprehend and overcome. They have nothing in me. They have nothing in me. Let the 77 gods of your hometown gather together. Let them speak and let them take counsel. If indeed you have been in the spirit, if indeed you have been soaked in that water, if indeed like a towel you have remained in him, then they can squeeze, then they can charm, then they can throw, then they can do anything. But he will say like he said, I see them coming, but he has nothing in me. Shout nothing in me. Shout nothing in me. Shout nothing in me. Why? Because you are in this realm but you are not a partaker of this realm. I say you are in this realm, but you are not a partaker of this realm. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. 
Somebody say, hey, I am a partaker of a higher realm. I am a partaker of a higher realm. He has nothing in me. Hey, they say this person cursed you. You say, let them keep cursing. Let them keep cursing. Let them keep cursing. Why? Because I am in this world, all right? I am trapped in this realm, but he have nothing in me. Going, I have been in him, and now he is in me. And when you hit me, and when you squeeze me, all that comes out is that God realm, is that higher realm. You are not affected by the dynamics of this realm. No, you are not affected by the things that are going on in this realm. You are not affected by the mutations that take place in this realm if indeed you have been with him. Glory to Jesus. Acts chapter 28. Embrace the higher life. The continuation of this sermon is the higher realm. And I will teach that on the last Sunday of February. Acts chapter 28, verse number 1 to 6. Recently, I was praying about something. And then I was worried about something. Then the Spirit of God said to me that night, stop worrying about this. This is in the lower realm. This is what happens to people who remain in the lower realm. Now, come up. And I said, come up where? And he says, come and partake of the higher life. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I think there's a scripture in Peter, maybe 2 Peter or 1 Peter. He says, according to these numerous promises through which we can partake of the divine nature. Ah, man of God, can you find that? He says, according to these promises through which we can partake of the divine nature, by the word of the Lord, by the promises of Christ, we are able to partake of the divine nature. I sense a great anointing loose. Anytime you are in an activity that builds spiritual muscle, that increases the divine component in you and dampens the animal nature and that fallen nature, anytime you are in that activity, remember, they are beasts from Satan. Poisonous beasts to come and distract you, to affect you. And there is the bread that Satan offers. He throws it your way. But there are angels waiting to see. If you do not yield to this, then the word of God that can sustain you in that thing, that word shall be released to you. That word is what you will live your life by. Glory to Jesus. This is first, Second Peter chapter 1, verse number 3. Is that it? Hallelujah. Okay, verse 4. Verse 4. It says, Through this, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in this world caused by evil desires. Such a beautiful scripture. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He says that his divine power has given us everything we need for godly life, through our knowledge of him, right? And through this, these gifts of the divine power, we are able to partake. And I'm inviting you today to take on the higher life. I say, come up. That's what the Lord said to me. He said, stop complaining about this and come up. Come, come into the higher life. Come and partake of the higher life in Jesus. And I started confessing to myself, I have the life of Christ in me. Glory to God. I have the higher life in me. Glory to God. The oppressions of this realm cannot affect me. The things of this realm cannot take me. I refuse the bread of Satan. I refuse to yield to the beast. I wait on the angels who have come to minister. Glory, glory to Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 28, verse number 1, it says, Paul was in a ship. Paul had gotten out of the ship. Paul was going out. 
people were thinking this man he had just come out of a storm right they were about to be destroyed acts chapter 28 verse number one to six i say partake of this higher life i say partake of this higher life escape the corruption do not yield to the desires of this one and now embrace that new life once they were safely on shore they found an island called Malta, and the islanders showed them unusual kindness they built fire and work on them and Paul gathered some wood to put it on and a viper a poisonous one who was driven out by the heat fastened itself to Paul's hand and when the people saw it the snake hanging from his hand they said to each other this man must be a murderer for though he had escaped from the sea the goddess justice has not allowed him to leave but Paul shook the snake off into the fire and he suffered no ill effects look at the verse number 6 he said that the people expected him to swell up the people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead but after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him they changed their minds and said he was a god can i stay there and preach a little bit the people expected him to swell up the people expected him to fall dead the people expected him to swell up according to the oppressions of this realm if a poisonous snake bites you you should die if you don't have any snake uh, venom anti-venom you are gone if a poisonous viper latches on you you are gone and so according to the oppressions of this realm they expected i hope some bible students are getting me now they expected that what had happened to him should lead him to death and so they waited to see if he was going to collapse if he was going to faint if he was going to swell up and they waited for a long time but they realized nothing unusual was happening to him suddenly there was a metamorphosis of opinion and they changed their mind and said that this one is not like us though he is in this realm though he's living here though he's standing by the same fire though he's also with us in this place it looks as if he's operating under a different dimension it looks as if he's involved in a different realm and he shook it off people have seen you attacked by something people have seen something overcome you people have seen you overwhelmed by something people have seen that something has taken over you and they are waiting because according to the understanding of this world according to the understanding of this realm when this thing happens to you this is what will happen to you but they are going to wait i have news for somebody here i say i have news for somebody here they are going to wait for a long time i said they are going to wait for a long time i said they are going to wait for a long time and nothing unusual is going to happen to you they are going to wait for a long time oh yes that's what's going to happen everybody that goes that path this is what happens everybody that goes through this thing this is what happens to them and they are waiting and they are waiting but they are suddenly going to come into a conclusion and a change of opinion that it looks as if though he is in this world though he's in the same company with us though he's in the same place with us though he's a neighbor in the same address that it looks as if he's partaking of another operational dynamics because you are immersed in a certain spirit on that realm glory to jesus and that day they said he is a god the mean the thing they are trying to say is he is not 
if he is not yielding or he's not a partaker of the operational mechanisms of this world have you had a diagnosis have you had a problem have you had something going on in your life have you had something terrible happening to you have you had something that the end of it is not good and people are waiting that you will fall that you will swell up that something is about to happen to you i see you shaking it off somebody shall shake it off i see you shaking it off i say i see you shaking that thing off and it shall not harm you and it shall not hurt you and it shall not harm you and it shall not hurt you and it shall not harm you in the name of jesus i say shake it off i don't know what the enemy has brought you away i don't know what bread satan has given to you i don't know what affliction has come into your life but you are going to shake it off today because you are not a partaker of the old realm you are of the of the fallen realm you are not a partaker of this lower realm you are a partaker of the higher realm glory to jesus listen come you up come up come up into this higher realm like paul and the dynamics of the lower realm have not affect you in the higher realm the things that happen that is what people normally that is what we interpret in the lower realm as miracles anybody who has partaken in the higher realm what paul did is not a strange thing it shall not harm me no way no way it shall not harm me he throws it away he doesn't even think about it because he knows that he is in somebody and when you squeeze him and when you press him and when you push him you only have the god form coming out the god form cannot be affected by that snake poison no way embrace the higher life right now in the name of jesus we are going to go into prayer now i say embrace the higher life embrace the higher life i say embrace the higher life things are possible in that realm things are possible in that realm glory glory to jesus this is the higher life you understand and i don't want to get ahead of myself for next time when i will teach you about the higher life but it is this same principle that caused jesus to raise the dead that caused jesus to walk on water Listen, Jesus didn't walk on water because he was the son of God. Can I can I shock you? Jesus did not walk on water because he was the son of God. In fact, he doesn't need any substance or medium to support him. He can float, he can ascend. He can he disappeared from room to room, from place to place. But Jesus did not disappear from place to place because he was the son of God. No. He was a partaker of another realm. Gravity did not affect him. The dynamics of this realm does not affect him. Glory, glory, Jesus. It, Jesus was not unique because he disappeared from place to place. And can I prove that to you? Because Philip, an ordinary man, could disappear from Azotus to another place to preach the gospel. Philip did that. Elijah did that. Bible says, Obadiah said to Elijah, that you, when we will come and find you, then the Lord will take you from here and put you at another place and we will not see you and the king will worry me. That was even before Elijah was taken up. Glory to Jesus. So those who partake of the higher realm, and I'm telling you, the Lord Jesus was teaching me this because I was going through something and I was crying to him. And he said, why are you bothering yourself? Those that dwell in that lower realm, they are those that go through these things. I want you to come up. And I said, to what? He says, come and partake of the higher life. Second Peter said what? He says, by these promises in Jesus, we partake of the divine nature. I say, right now, be a partaker of the divine nature. Masa Talaba. Poverty cannot kill you there. Sickness cannot afflict you there. Once you are in that realm, my Kabayal. Jesus did not walk on water because he was the son of God. Jesus did not disappear from place to place because he was the son of God. He was only a partaker. He was living in the higher realm. Jesus did not, he did not raise the, in fact, 
Elijah had parted the river before. Elijah had also parted the river before. But when Jesus came, he said, I mean, these were small boys. They divided the river. Let me just walk on it. Let me just walk on it. These were people who were in the higher realm. Glory, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Philip disappeared from town to town. Jesus disappeared from place to place. Elijah, Elijah said, let me just disappear from the world. And before Elijah did, Enoch had done it. These are the dimensions of the higher realm. That is how come you can say to the enemy, he's coming. But he has nothing in me. Are you ready? Are you ready? You shake it off right now. You shake it off right now. You shake it off right now. Close Pandelia Katoid. You shake it off right now. Glory to Jesus. Go, Jesus did not raise the dead because he was the son of God. Oh no. Elijah raised the dead long ago. Elijah raised the dead long ago. Peter raised the dead also. Ezekiel prophesied to dry bones when they came to life. What are you talking about? We're talking about the higher. They were partakers of another realm. Once I saw a vision. There is this uh, man of God. He's a prophet from India. I saw him in that vision. He was with two other people. And I saw many pastors gathered, but they were all standing like in one room and they were eating and feasting. But then I saw these three people, this, this prophet of God from India, and I saw two others. And they were giving the same food that everybody was giving. When they gave them the food like this, I saw them just threw the food away like that. And they held their hands and closed their eyes and started meditating and praying. Suddenly I saw that the three of them started ascending. They were in the room. All the big, big pastors in America, they were there eating, eating, eating. Then I saw these three people just ascending. They were going up and then they were suspended up. Then I said to the man of God, I want to be like that. I want to be there. I want to be there. I don't want this. I don't want to focus on this. I said, the bread, the Satan offers, is deceiving a lot of people. Romans chapter 8, he said, if indeed, he said, by ye are not in the realm of the flesh. You are not, you are not a victim or a subject to these animal tendencies. Have you seen people who don't have any divine component in them? They rape children. They kill people. They lust after multiple women and men. Some of them sleep with animals. It is not them. It is a nature in them that is expressing desires and they are following. But thanks be to God that we have this component. That is why anytime you want to engage in an activity that will increase the divine nature and sub, subdue the, the, the fallen nature, then the beasts come around, then the demons come around, then Satan offers bread, and then people ignore or fail to see that angels are also there. And the angels have come, not just with any word, but with a specific word, that word that comes out of the mouth of the Father. The angels are the mouth of the Father. The angels are the oral uh, apertures of the Father. And they speak that word to you. What did they say to Jesus? That made his hunger go away. What did they say to Jesus? That made his, his tiredness go away. Bible says they ministered to him. Receive the ministration that will take you into a higher life. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. The doctor has given you three months to live. I say that is what affects people in the lower realm. Come into the higher life and shake it off. I say, shake it off. I say, shake it off. I say, shake it off in the name of Jesus. They said that thing is impossible. It cannot be possible. That is what happens in the lower realm. According to the lower realm, Paul should die by that poisonous venom. But as you enter into the higher realm, I feel the anointing. I'm going to stop speaking now. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Strong gongshin just blew over me like wind. And I'm stopping talking now. Ma secretaria. I hear the Spirit of God say, I am moving into their homes now. 
I am moving into them now. Le kasata la bakuria dayade. Mesokanda balebelebe. Mande kabra talabasikatoria. And I'm doing things that become miracles in the lower realm. That is the life of the higher realm. I was praying for a man in England. He could not hear in both ears. As I put my hand in the ears and started singing, suddenly he said, I can hear. Everybody was surprised. He said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a miracle. A miracle is a normal life in the higher realm. Now pray right now. Wherever you are, Kosa Talabalia, Mosa Kataliade, Mia Korababa de Beada, Maso Katagadaba de Be, Masika Bandele Belebe, Mrekataya Koriandalaba, Misotakadabalebe. Receive now. Receive access. Receive access. Receive access into this higher realm. Access into this higher realm. Remember the towel example? The more he soaked in the bucket, when he comes out and they squeeze him, what comes out of him is just the God form. Receive now. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Impossible things in the lower realm are divine. That's why the Bible says the things that are impossible with men, humans, are possible with God. They are possible in, you don't even need God. You need somebody who is working in the higher realm. Immediately that thing heals. Immediately, immediately. Now receive this now. Pray, pray, pray right now. Pray, pray, pray right now. Pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive access. Access into the higher realm. Access into the higher realm. Right now in the name of Jesus. Masetalabalaba. Makona Magitoria. Mindabalaturia. Mesotoria. If you're in a good place like we do always, you can unmute yourself and pray. Just always remember to hear me and listen to me. Right I want to pray. I want to pray that God, any beast, any wild beast, any offer from Satan, the bread of Satan, those things that come my way when I need to build spiritual muscle. As I pray, Lord, I receive, as I pray, I receive 
victory over them. The way Jesus was able to deal with them, he did that in the human nature. He had taken our form. He was not in that sense like, you know, like he was. He took our form. The fallen form was what he took. And then he said it's possible that even though they are in this fallen nature, that they survive and they thrive in this realm by not taking the bread Satan offers. Shout to yourself, I will not take the bread Satan offers. Ah, and I will live by the word of God. So you are going to pray now that God grant me victory over the beast, grant me victory over the offerings of Satan and cause me to hear that word that I will live by. Three prayer topics. Victory over the beast, victory over the bread that Satan offers and access to the utterance that I will hear. There is a word you can live by. There is a word. Oh, I have so much to say. There is a word. Yesterday I was in prayer and I was praying the Lord, manifest yourself to me, manifest yourself to me. And the Lord said, as what? And I said, as what? As what? As what? And he said, as what? And there are many manifestations of God unto people. And today may God manifest himself to you as a Jireh. If you need healing, he will come as a Rafa. If you need provision, he will come as a Jireh. And God has ways to manifest himself to every family. Now you are praying every beast of the enemy that is around your spiritual circumference be removed in the name of Jesus. Every demon speaking into your ear, depression, anxiety, you cast that demon in the name of Jesus. The second thing you are praying, that the bread Satan offers shall be far from you. You will not yield to it. And the third thing is that you will hear the word that you will live by. Pray in the name of Jesus. Unmute yourself and pray. what has been told? No matter what is happening to you now, you they expect him to fall. Masa takatalia, masa katalia, masu kabanda lava, rekabatiyo kusperi. Every beast, every beast, man, sarani the name of Jesus, come against you. We reject the Satan in order to hear the word that we believe in. I will Our final prayer is this. Acts 28. It says, And they expected him to swell up. And they expected him to fall suddenly. But they waited a long time. And nothing unusual happened to him. Are you ready? Are you ready? And then they said, He is a God. People are going to change their mind about you. People are going to change their opinion about you. Because the oppressions of this lower realm, 
shall not affect you. Mani koroho seteria. Una klateleade. Beso kataya. As the Lord said to me, so do I say to you, come up hither. Come, come, come. I say, come, come, come. Come into the higher realm. Right now you are praying. Any poison. You know, those were poisonous beasts that were around Jesus. If you read Luke's account, that's what he said. Then there were poison beasts, what beast, ferocious beasts around him, trying to poison him. Then Satan offered bread. But anytime you can ignore those things and go through the pain, he had pain, he was hungry, then the word that you can live by. Yes, it's difficult. You cannot get access to it. Yes, you are having a struggle. Yes, if you do not take this offer, you know it's not good. You know it's not good, but you know if you do not take it, you struggle. Anytime you refuse the bread Satan offers, and you overcome the beast, the voice of those poisonous beasts, the poison of them, you are bound to hear a rema word that you will live your life by. Today we are going to pray that Lord, any poison that is affecting me, any poison in my marriage, in my health, in my ministry, in my life, in, in your children's life, any poisonous viper that has uh, you know, just last onto you. You are praying that the expectation of the lower realm shall fail. They will be disappointed. They waited for him to swell and for him to fall, but they waited for a long time. Can I prophesy to you that those waiting for you to fall and those waiting for you to swell up shall wait for a long time. They shall wait for a long time. And nothing unusual shall happen to you. I thought I would hear a loud amen. I thought I would amen. hear a loud amen. 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 And waiting for you to swell up. Now wait for a long time. And nothing amen. unusual shall happen to you. Begin to pray. Jesus mighty name in Jesus name amen let's pray let me glory to God it's our way for a long time they shall wait for a long time the, the, the spectators the spectators of the natural order in this lower realm shall wait for a long time when this person went in that is what happened when this person went in that is what happened now you have gone in and they are waiting for the same thing to happen but that said the Lord 
they will wait for a long time and nothing unusual shall happen. Thank you and welcome to the realm of the higher life. Maseka Tayade. You are coming out of this without a scratch. I've, I feel like preaching the higher life already. You are coming out without a scratch. Nothing shall by any means harm them. Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that though we are in this world, we are not of this world. Because though we are trapped in this realm, yet we are immersed in a different realm. And this spirit that we are in now is so possessing our being that as a towel, when we take us out in this lower realm and they squeeze us, it's only God that comes out. The God form that comes out. The God form that comes out. In fact, we shine so bright, Lord. We shine so bright, Lord. We shine so bright, Lord. I see the light shining. Somebody listening to me, you have a bad migraine. When it comes, I see you holding your head like this and doing that. I see light shining out of you right now. Be healed wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Amen. The doctors told you something. Yes, they told you something. Something, you're a woman. It concerns a private area. They told you something. Right now, I see the Lord is healing you right now in the name of Jesus. Hey, Barakasataria, there. I hear you saying. So, did that thing that happened to my mother, who happened to me, that said, the Lord, it shall not happen to you. They shall wait for a long time and nothing unusual, nothing unusual. Receive access into the higher realm, receive access into the higher life, receive access into the realm of possibilities where the natural order is interpreted in the lower realm as miracles. Now shake it off. Shake it off. Every word, every hitch, every tick, every flea of the lower realm right now on your life, in your health, in your ministry, in your finances, in your career. Now shake it off into the fire and walk. Don't look back because you are a partaker, not of this lower realm, not of the oppressions of this realm, but of the higher life. Masakaturiade. We give you praise, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus.